Miss Daw is a girl whom you would like immensely, I can tell you that. A beauty without affectation, a high and tender nature, if one can read the soul in the face. And the old colonel is a noble character, too. I am glad that the Daws are such pleasant people. The Pines is an isolated spot, and my resources are few. I fear I should have found life here somewhat monotonous before long, with no other society than that of my excellent sire. It is true I might have made a target of the defenseless invalid, but I haven't a taste for artillery, moi. 6. John Fleming to Edward Delaney, August 17th, 1872. For a man who hasn't a taste of artillery, it occurs to me, my friend, you are keeping up a pretty lively fire on my inner works. But go on. Cynicism is a small brass field piece that eventually bursts and kills the artilleryman. You may abuse me as much as you like, and I'll not complain, for I don't know what I should do without your letters. They are curing me. I haven't hurled anything at Watkin since last Sunday. Partly because I have grown more amiable under your teaching, and partly because Watkins captured my ammunition one night and carried it off to the library. He is rapidly losing the habit he had acquired of dodging whenever I rub my ear or make any slight motion with my right arm. He is still suggestive of the wine cellar, however. You may break, you may shatter Watkins if you will, but the scent of the redderer will hang around him still. Ned, that Miss Daw must be a charming person. I should certainly like her. I like her already. When you spoke in your first letter of seeing a young girl swinging in a hammock under your chamber window, I was somehow strangely drawn to her. I cannot account for it in the least. What you have subsequently written of Miss Daw has strengthened the impression. You seem to be describing a woman I have known in some previous state of existence, or dreamed of in this. Upon my word, if you were to send me her photograph, I believe I should recognize her at a glance. Her manner, that listening attitude, her traits of character, as you indicate them, the light hair and the dark eyes, they are all familiar things to me. Asked a lot of questions, did she? Curious about me? That is strange. You would laugh in your sleeve, you wretched old cynic, if you knew how I lie awake nights with my gas turned down to a star, thinking of the pines and the house across the road. How cool it must be down there. I long for the salt smell in the air. I picture the colonel smoking his cheroot on the piazza. I send you and Miss Daw off on afternoon rambles along the beach. Sometimes I let you stroll with her under the elms in the moonlight, for you are great friends by this time, I take it, and see each other every day. I know your ways and your manners. Then I fall into a truculent mood and would like to destroy somebody. Have you noticed anything in the shape of a lover hanging around the Colonel Larry's and Penates? Does that lieutenant of the horse marines or that young Stillwater parson visit the house much? Not that I am pining for news of them, but any gossip of this kind would be in order. I wonder, Ned, you don't fall in love with Miss Daw. I am ripe to do it myself. Speaking of photographs, couldn't you manage to slip one of her carte de visite from her album? She must have an album, you know. And send it to me? I will return it before it could be missed. That's a good fellow. Did the mare arrive safe and sound? It will be a capital animal this autumn for Central Park. Oh, my leg? I forgot about my leg. It's better.
7. Edward Delaney to John Fleming. August 20th, 1872. You are correct in your surmises. I am on the most friendly terms with our neighbors. The colonel and my father smoke their afternoon cigar together in our sitting room or on the piazza opposite, and I pass an hour or two of the day or the evening with the daughter. I am more and more struck by the beauty, modesty, and intelligence of Miss Daw. You ask me why I do not fall in love with her. I will be frank, Jack. I have thought of that. She is young, rich, accomplished, uniting in herself more attractions, mental and personal, than I can recall in any girl of my acquaintance. But she lacks the something that would be necessary to inspire in me that kind of interest. Possessing this unknown quality, a woman neither beautiful, nor wealthy, nor very young could bring me to her feet.'